spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Mino Line Media presents the Business First Podcast. Hi, all, and welcome to a new episode of Business First with Sonia Eline. I am your host. And today we're going to talk about changing lanes. Um, sometimes change is easy for folks, and sometimes it causes a little anxiety, it causes trepidation. But we all know, and we've seen this particularly over the last two years, the importance of change, particularly those of us who have survived the pandemic. And many of us have had to make many changes for a number of different reasons. Uh, today, we're focusing on business, and we'd like to examine what that looks like, what change can look like um, through the story of Marisol Ramirez. <laughs> a lot of R's there. So Marisol, welcome to the platform. We're so excited to have you here. I'm very excited too. Thank you for inviting me. So when we met um, years ago, uh, you were a dance instructor with your own dance studio in a gentrifying part of town. You had a thriving business. And I, I'd like us to start there before we talk about how you transitioned um, into being a health coach. Uh, if you talked a little bit about like what inspired you to set up your school when you did your dance studio. Well, dance was always my passion. It was always what I loved, but I actually started teaching. So throughout the years, I've actually found out that my gift is to teach <laughs> because everything has interrelated and my life has revolved around teaching kids and teaching adults and teaching seniors. And everywhere I go, it's just like, you make it so easy. And I always say it goes back to teaching because I was a school teacher. And then you're a dance instructor, you're still teaching. So, but dance was my passion. And I actually started the dance studio while I was teaching. And I knew that I wanted to buy my own property and have my business there. So I bought a commercial property. And being a single mom, obviously, this was not easy. <laughs> back in 2004. I remember. But I made it happen. Um, I had a woman that was definitely a role model in my life. And I just had $5,000 in my pocket. And she just like, you need to buy a home. <laughs> and I wanted wow. to buy my home. And um, I would say like three years into having the business, I then left the Board of Education and went on for it, took the chance, took the risk. And it was a great one. Wow. So it, took, it was three years after you bought the building, set up the school. Then you figured, OK, I, I think I can fly, fly on my own. Yes. Wow. And what was interesting, I think, for us as your students is we got to see. So as a single mom, you kept Adriel, your son. Yeah. He was a part of the business the, the whole time. Yes. Yes, he was. He was starting his entrepreneur <laughs> life right in there, talking to clients, walking in through the door, answering phone calls, <laughs> and doing all of that, that I, as a single mom, actually felt guilty. And people just kept telling me, listen, this is a great thing. He's learning something in here. And many yeah. things happen after that. <laughs> 
Absolutely. And he used to fill in um, for partners as well. He was a, a, a tiny guy, but he would also uh, be one of our dance partners if we needed an extra hand on the floor. He was. He was a dance teacher. He was a choreographer. <laughs> he was like everything in there. He played many different hats. So how long did you run that business? Exactly 15 years. It was like a year right before uh. the pandemic. And so what was it at 15 that you that you said to yourself? What did you decide at that point to because um, I think it was a sad day for the community to know that you were closing, closing the doors. But what was it about your the next step of your personal journey and professional journey that made you say, um, yeah, like this was a good run. And now it's time for me to do something else. Yes. Well, at that time, I was, I actually married. I found this wonderful man. And uh, at that point, we had two years together. And I just felt that I wanted to focus more on family, focus more on myself, and also focus more on my son, enjoying that uh, understanding that he he is an adult and he'll be soon out to fly away. And I wanted to enjoy the time with my family, have quality family time. And what was going on with you personally at that time as well? Well, personally, I wasn't, you know, I was really happy, (laughs) obviously, because I have been single for so many times of finding uh, someone in my life that I could relate to and share with and, you know, think about future and moving on together. Um, That actually made a difference. And I just kept thinking I needed that time for myself because having a business is, is wonderful, but there is a lot of commitment to it. And obviously I knew when mm-hmm. I will start, but I wouldn't know when I will end. And also having mm-hmm. a business in your own house, <laughs> I felt like I was at work all day long. I will go downstairs and when I will close the gate, come upstairs and I just felt like I was still at work. So I did that for 15 years. And as much as I love what I did, I just felt it was time for me to take care of Marisol. And what did that look like? And you said January, you started in January of 2020. What was it that you decided um, that you were going to do? Well, at this time, I was 196.6 pounds. And I know what it is to be there because I had been there previously. And but this time it was I was happy. (laughs) In the past, I was going through a lot of stress and anxiety. So this time I was happy. I was comfortable being in love life. Um, so, I, but I was like, realistically, I wasn't happy with myself looking like that when I looked at myself in the mirror and I knew that I didn't want that again, cause I had been in and out of mm-hmm. that before. And so I was like, this is it. I have to do this for myself. I was having knee problems. I, I had a meniscus tear. I was walking like I was handicapped. I was in pain. I felt like I was an old lady with that, all that weight mm-hmm. on top of me. And what what did you think that was going to happen this time? And those of us, because you know, I've been on a, a weight struggle too for for most of my life. What was it that you said? And, you know, and and we all know those of us who struggle with weight know that there are periods where we're doing really really well and we're feeling good, the body feels good, and then something happens. Um, sometimes it's a vacation, sometimes it's falling in love, mm-hmm. sometimes it's work, the stress of work, but we end up falling back into our old 
our old habits. And so what was it about this time that you were like, this is going to be different than all the other journeys I've been on to, um, to manage my weight? To be honest with you, Sonia, I wouldn't be able to answer at that time what I thought was really going to be different, but I just knew that I didn't want that again in my life. I mean, I started my Mm -hmm. journey to gain my health back through a nutritionist and counselor, and uh, she gave me a lot of tools to understand my relationship with food and life and and the feelings that I had. And at that time, I said I wasn't going to go back to that. But like you said, life happens. And after that, I, I went through this twice. So this was the second time around. January of 2020. And again, I was like, you can't go back there because I going back there was going to a really sad person, going back to a depressed person and going back to someone who was not happy about life. So it was just a reminder that I cannot go back there again. And so you took this step for yourself, but now it has turned into, um, you said dancing was always your passion. This Mm -hmm. now has become your passion. It's become your new business. Uh, It's become uh, your new focus for how you want to see, not just for you, but I I know, and we've talked before too, Mm -hmm. is, you know, family members have struggled with health. And so you want to be not only an example for your family, but you want to be able to offer the correct tools and um, management systems to make sure that people can 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 feel better about themselves. For sure. I mean, I see a lot of people struggling and, you know, you go through life thinking that something could be your passion, but still to this day, I mean, Going through my journey of 2020 and working on myself, not only on my weight, I also got to to feel like even though I, I was with that person that I love and I was happy with and my son and so many great things in my life, I was still not happy. And I was like, what is missing? Like people would think you have the perfect life. You could maybe lie to yourself and think the same thing. But I knew there was something missing and I knew that there was more than I needed to know about my purpose in life. And so going through my journey of the weight loss, I actually started sharing more of it on social media. And um, the more people follow me, the more that motivated me, the more that people reached out to me and were like, thank you for sharing. You know, this really inspires me to eat better or to go to the gym. The more motivated I got. Um, But it was during the pandemic time that I really got more in touch with myself and um, doing different for me, not only well in health overall not only nutritionally, but also on my well-being and finding out more about Marisol and what will make Marisol happy. And through that, uh, you know, things just started developing, leading me to this journey today. 
And so, and it's more than, than just weight loss. Like your program for yourself is really about, as you mentioned, is well-being, is wellness. And so um, those of us who are following you in social media saw that you were eating differently. Um, you were in the gym doing, uh, you were doing weightlifting. You were actually weightlifting. <laughs> and that has all led to even a, you winning your first competition, uh, just, was it just a week ago? Yes, that was an amazing experience, okay. but I'm going to take that back just a little bit because things got more, obviously I started my journey during the pandemic year. And so it was like, um, uh, it was like maybe close to two years. And, um, I was just finding out that I had lost 45, 46 pounds on my own, but I wanted to lose another 20 pounds and I was not losing it. Even when I was going to the gym seven times a week, two to three hours and doing free weights. Like you were saying, I hated the gym. My husband took me to the gym and then I was just doing aerobics. And I met this lady with 40 something years old and she's like, stop the aerobics and start working more on some free uh, free weight training. So I started doing that. My husband dropped the gym. Marisol stayed in the gym. And I just loved it. And like I said, I was going seven days a week, two to three hours, but I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. So at that point, with the previous knowledge that I got, I said, this has to do with nutrition. Because it can't be the working out. I'm doing so much of the working out. So a friend of mine reached out in the dancing to start the program of the Habit of Health. And you know how we are. Sometimes people are talking to us about things and you're like, eh, no, thank you. So, but I came back to him like two months later. I said, okay, tell me about it. So he told me about the plan and I was like, okay. And then he goes, man, so you should start coaching too. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't like selling. That's not my thing. But he goes, man, so so many people follow you. You don't even have to sell anything. <laughs> They're just going to follow you and you're going to see the results yourself. Whole story short, in five and a half weeks, I lost the 20 pounds and I was getting the leanest body that I ever thought in myself. All these muscles popped out that were under the fat <laughs> and I couldn't even believe. So anyway, I became stronger. I became healthier. And so the healthier and stronger I became, the more I wanted to do in the gym. And then I got to find this passion that everybody was like, man, so you're just so natural with the way you do your exercises. And I'm like, here goes the teacher again. This must be the teacher and the dancing all being put together. And so I've taken this to another level where I was like, okay, I want to get dips. And I worked on those dips and work and I got the dips. I want to do push-ups, and I worked and I worked till I got them. I want to do pull-ups and I got them. And, you know, to the point where people are like, you are doing things not even a man could do. <laughs> so I, okay, so every day I just feel like we got to develop new goals for ourselves so that we keep striving and keep going. So going back to what you said about the competition, um, with the weight loss, there were certain areas in my body that I wanted to tone up. So I was like, I need to do something with the toning. I, and I'm working out. And I see this amazing woman at 58 years old. She's actually a health coach in the program I work for. And she did her competition. She looked 
amazing. And I was like, if she could do it, I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I called her up. I'm like, what are you eating? What are you doing? And she was just like, listen, I'm doing the same thing you're doing, blah, blah, blah. She goes, like, you should do this competition too. Whole story short, she got me oh. into it. That was my way of um, taking it to the next level in my toning. So um, I had a friend who was like, Marisol, why don't you do a GoFundMe for your birthday? Because these things are very expensive. And um, I raised $3,000. I didn't even know what I was getting myself into because I didn't know how expensive this was. And it ended up being more than $3,000. But nevertheless, the experience that I gained through it, having a personal trainer, having a posing coach, um, the nutrition was actually very challenging because I really had to eat. <laughs> it was like pushing food down my throat. And then, you know, just no. enjoying the whole thing of, with the whole makeup and tanning and this and that. And believe it or not, I felt like I was back in the days in my dance, uh, dancing, performing days, being in stage again. Just oh, cause yeah. So it was, yeah, very that's interesting. Cause me. it is the same process. Yeah. So it was very and so what would you say? What would you say is your, um, the, the biggest lesson you've learned, um, over these last two years, you know, if, for those of us who, who follow you on social media, you've actually numbered, the days, right? And in terms of it, almost like a diary yes. so that people could follow your progression and your journey. And you're under, you're up to number 800 and 864. what is it now? What was your last post? 864. 864 days. And so I, I think what that shows people is that, you know, the, the, whatever journey you're on, it begins with that first step, right? And, and, you have to do things that continually make you feel inspired to keep moving forward. What do you think has been your biggest lesson in this whole process? My biggest uh, lesson I feel is that you should always challenge yourself, believe in yourself, because if I would have never challenged myself to do something I would have never dreamt about, I never would have known what I could do. And I actually won first place in swimsuit and third place in model. Um, I won two categories and the I actually did this for myself. So that was just icing on the cake um, because the results that I got on my body were bigger than anything. And so everything I do right now, it just helps me to emphasize that anything we want to do in life, we could do it. So even though this was on a health side of life, it just pushes me to believe that we could never say we can't. We should go for it because you'll never even find the hidden talents and dreams inside of you if you don't go for it. What do you What do you think that you offer uniquely to um, to your clients now, the, the client base that you're building in this in this new area for you? So teaching is something that you do naturally, and so coaching is a natural extension of that. But what what else do you think that you bring uniquely to this process? When I look back at my journey, it's definitely understanding the process, it's understanding the way, understanding the things that I know were hardest for me. So one of the things that I always emphasize to the clients is that 
we should not really focus on the scale victories, but the non-scale victories, the well-being, because that's more to our relationship with food. It goes deeper than you just wanting to eat that burger. There is a reason why you want to eat that burger. And so we got to dig inside of us and find out why is it that we're going there? And I've gotten to learn a lot about Marisol, and I'm still learning. I'm still learning. It's always going to be a process. And I understand the journey, and I really, truly, and genuinely care about the clients that I'm working with. And their success is actually my success. That's the way I see it. Um, how different um, is this in terms of the adjustments that you feel that you may have to make as a as a coach and an instructor? You know, when you think about dancing, um, a lot of people will do it for fun or, or they'll do it because they're now embarking on on finding their passion in, in being connected to dance. Um, whereas the work that you're doing now, based on on on, on your personal experiences, and what, what a lot of us know is that it's very emotional work when people are working to transform their bodies and transform their habits. Um, has yeah. that been difficult for you to get into a different mind space to be able to coach differently than you would as a, as, as a dance instructor? Well, if I understand your question, Mike, I will say that what I'm doing now is just... It touches home so much that I don't even see it as work. I don't see it as a business. I, don't, I see it as something that I just love and that I'm changing people's lives. Um, also, at my age, <laughs> which is not old, I'm already 49, but I'm looking to um, live a quality life where I have more time for myself. And I actually could do that through my coaching because it gives me the opportunity to work from anywhere, build my own schedule, and more than anything, just enjoy making someone happy. It just has no price tag. And I think it's important uh, for for people to to know, and and we've had this conversation before that you can, you know, what I think is important about your story is that it's important for people to know that you can have fun in the work that you do. Sometimes, you know, we can be a little practical in terms of what we select as a business or what we Uh select as as our Uh jobs, but it's very possible to find something that really connects with your soul and your passion and also allow you to the opportunity to make money. For sure. I mean, like one of the things about this business is that I, I just <laughs> refuse to look at it as a business because, again, going back to loving what I do, transforming people's lives and, and all of that. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm getting paid. It is a business. But I don't, you know, like when I work with someone from the initial, I'm like, you have to be ready. I'm going to be here 100%, over 100% for you. But you have to be ready to work with me if you want to see a change in your life. So if you're still in the process of saying, I don't have time, which is our biggest excuse, I'm like, you are not ready. And I'm the type of person that 
I'm not going to take nobody's money just to take anybody's money. It's the same thing with dance. You know, privates will make a lot of money, but that wasn't in my heart. I love teaching groups, and that's what I cater to. And with this here, you tell me you're ready, I'm a thousand percent ready for you. So you just have to be ready. Okay. What do you think is next for, for, for Maddie Soul and your business? Well, it's just your passion because you don't really want to call it a business. So what do you yes. think for you and the development of this passion of yours? Yes. Well, you know what, Sonia? I, I'm in love with what I'm doing now, but I will say it's in my Lord's hands because I'm like, with everything that hap- has happened in my life right now, unexpectedly, I just feel like there could be so much more to come that I might not even know about. But at this present moment, I I just see what I'm doing right now as life. It is life to give other people life. And I think that's important too, like to say that you're just enjoying the moment uh, because sometimes we are always looking for what's next or what can I do? And it's not to say that you don't have goals or you can't have right. goals, but I, I think what you're saying is really important. Number one, to be open to all the possibilities because you being open has allowed you to experience so many amazing things that you didn't think might've been possible and um, and to really enjoy where you are as you're discovering, growing, developing, all of that stuff is, is important as well. Like... Right now, another passion that I have, and I think I told you about that too, is teaching the seniors. So that's another thing that I do on a site. And and I'm still in the battle of trying to figure out, like, I feel like it's more of my health coach, but I also know the love also and passion that I have about working with my seniors. So that's what I tell you. I don't know what's going to happen for me or moving forward yet. But I am in love with life and enjoying every piece of it. I love that. So where can we find you, follow you, or even reach out to you if we're interested in connecting? Well, right now is my Facebook. I'm very old school. <laughs> People are like, Marissa, what's your Instagram? What's this? So right now it's Facebook and it's under Marisol Ramirez. Um, you could look me up there and I would definitely love to hear and share with you. You could send me a message, uh, whatever it is. I'm here for anyone who just wants to take their life, their nutrition, their health a step forward. I will definitely love to help you and hear from you. Okay. Well, we are going to follow you on this journey and looking forward to um, many more stories, great stories, um, competition, uh, and and uh, and the lot. Um, wish you all the best, Maddie Soul. Thank you so much for, for being a part of the show. Thank you, Sonia, for having me. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back again next week with another great guest. Take care. The Business First Podcast is hosted and produced by Sonia Aline, executive producer Ken Johnson. Find the Business First Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcast. On social media, on IG, at business underscore first underscore podcast. Follow the Mean Old Line Media Podcast Network on IG at Mean Old Line Media. Get the Mean Old Line Media app in the App Store or Google Play. The Business First Podcast is a Mean Old Line Media production. 
spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. 